Welcome back to Tips and Picks. This week, I've got an inexpensive tight end option that will be on less than 5% of GPP rosters, despite bringing 6x upside on his salary. I'm football guy John Lee. I go by tip and pick across the daily fantasy industry, and this is a collaborative weekly segment called Tips and Picks, produced by Roto-Grinders and hosted on both footballguys.com and rotogrinders.com. This week's tip, watch the weather. We're at a point in the season where those of us in the North are well aware the winter is no longer coming. It's here. With that in mind, there are a few weather-related factors that you should monitor every Sunday morning as we enter late December. First, brutally cold weather. I'm talking when the temperatures drop below 15 degrees. It's historically hurt an offense's passing game. There are no games this week that fall under this advisory, but next week the Lions travel to Lambeau Field, and there's a good possibility that game could be a spot to avoid both Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. Next up, snow. Generally speaking, falling snow will, at the very least, force a quarterback to devote more of his overall pass distribution to his running back, which means that you should be spending less on the wide receiver position on those weeks. So what about rain? In most instances, we overreact to rain. There are not a lot of solid data to support a standard rainfall drastically changing fantasy output. The exception is during a torrential downpour when it can be difficult to pass but those games are rare because they typically are associated with storms that are bringing lightning to the party. And those games are generally delayed until storms pass. Saving the most important for last, wind is the differentiator. When winds start to trickle past 15 miles per hour, you should be paying attention. Multiple analyses have demonstrated that passing performance diminishes when sustained winds increase. There's no exact number here, but use 15 miles per hour as a basis and get more exposure to running backs in those instances. But the biggest tip I can give you about watching the weather is to let the boys in Vegas do the heavy lifting for you. If weather is going to affect the fantasy output of a game, check the Vegas lines and see if they're moving. If they are, you should be adjusting your DFS exposure to players in that game accordingly. Before we discuss this week's picks, do me a favor, click the thumbs up button and then hit the red subscribe button on the bottom right corner of the screen to ensure that you have quick access to our great NFL contents for the rest of the season and into the NFL playoffs. And after I've shared my contrarian GPP picks for the week, give me your favorite low-owned tournament options in the comments section of this video. Now let's get on to those picks. First up is a bargain quarterback with a plush matchup going against a team trending towards folding. Outside of a scoreless Josh Rosen performance in week 13, the Green Bay Packers defense has been a fantasy boon for opposing quarterbacks late in the season. Over their previous five games, the Pack have allowed 10 passing touchdowns, and four out of five quarterbacks would have reached GPP value on Sam Darnold's current 4,900 salary. In that same span, the Packers allowed 26% more fantasy production to the quarterback position than league-adjusted defenses. Bad enough for third worst in the league. Meanwhile, Darnold 
is coming off a strong performance against a better defense, the Houston Texans, where he finished with 250-plus passing yards, a pair of scores, and added another 35 yards on the ground. Our early week projections show that the DFS world will be focusing on Jets' ground game, with Elijah McGuire coming in as the fourth-highest rostered running back on the main slate, which feels downright ridiculous for a running back who's topped 60 rushing yards only once in his career. The shark move this week is to leverage against that ownership, roll with Sam Darnold as a home underdog, and hope that Aaron Rodgers puts points on the board, forcing Darnold to get air under the ball throughout this contest. Next up is a hot running back who's surprisingly overlooked in our early week ownership projections. With injuries abound and playoffs imminent, there are a lot of questions surrounding running backs entering week 16. One place where there aren't many questions is in Indianapolis, where Marlon Mack is coming off a strong performance against a stellar Dallas Cowboys defense that saw him touch 28 times for 139 yards and a pair of touchdowns. This Sunday, Mack will face off against a Giants rush defense that allows 19% more production to the position than league-adjusted defenses this season. Since trading Damon Snacks Harrison in Week 8, the Giants' rush defense has been amongst the worst in the league, yielding 150 all-purpose yards to running backs in all games but one. Meanwhile, the Colts boast a top-five offensive line and are heavy nine-point home favorites on Sunday. Mack is a shoe-in for 16 or more carries in this contest and will be a GPP steal if he goes off on only 10% of rosters, as Football Guys WFFC champion Steve Buzzard projects. Now, let's talk about a wide receiver who has the perfect combination of price, matchup, upside, and implied ownership. Targeting offensive players facing the Miami Dolphins defense has been a recipe for DFS success of late. In their past five games, the Dolphins are allowing 30 points per game to opponents. Their 28th ranked DVOA defense has been a sieve on the ground, which has overshadowed how susceptible they've been through the air, despite the presence of the newly appointed Pro Bowl quarterback, Xavier Howard, and his above-average stablemate, Minka Fitzpatrick. The Dolphins have allowed six different wide receivers to score 20 or more points in their previous six games. All of this bodes well for D.D. Westbrook, who runs out of the slot and should avoid the Dolphins' best defensive backs. Westbrook is the lone bright spot on the Jags offense and should get a majority of snaps against Bobby McCain, who ranks in the bottom 20% of coverage cornerbacks on pro football focus and is allowing 75% of passes thrown into his coverage to be caught. As Cody Kessler's favorite option, Westbrook carries 4x upside at a reasonable price point and single-digit ownerships on DK this weekend. Let's finish up talking about a tight end option who's quietly building a rapport with his quarterback after taking over the lead role in November. Rumors that Jason Witten was coming back to Big D were apparently just that, so the Cowboys have done the next best thing over the past month, feed and develop their current talent. A season-ending injury to Jeff Swain opened up an opportunity for Blake Jarwin, who has seen his snaps increase over that period of time, and has also enjoyed seven targets from Dak Prescott in back-to-back -back weeks. Jarwin is affordably priced at only $3,000 and will face the defense that allows the 10th most fantasy points per game to his position. The Cowboys have one of the higher implied team totals on the board, 
and Jar Jarwin is currently projected to go off in only 2% of GPP rosters on DraftKings, which makes him a strong tournament contender for those of you playing in large field contests like the Millionaire Maker on Sunday. So a quick summary. This week's tip is to learn when to factor weather conditions into your DFS analysis. For my picks, I'm leveraging Elijah McGuire's elevated ownership and rolling with Sam Darnold against the Packers team that's lost four of their past five contests. At running back, I'm taking advantage of the low crowd exposure to the Colts running game and hoping for a Marlon Mack attack on Sunday. At the wide receiver position, I'm banking on D.D. Westbrook as the most consistent option in the Jags offense in a game script and personnel matchup that suits him well. And at tight end, I'm taking the discount with Blake Jarwin against the Buccaneers' weak secondary as we continue to see him build a rapport with Dak Prescott. And that'll do it for this week's edition of Tips and Picks. For my most complete and final thoughts on the NFL slate each and every week, check out my weekly article, also called Tips and Picks. You can follow me on Twitter at Tip and Pick, and every Sunday, you can find me on Roto-Grinders Premium Stream alongside Britt Devine and Justin Van Zuden, where we will give you our GPP final takes at 11.20 Eastern. Until then, remember, the harder you work, the luckier you get.